got questions. We've got all the answers when it comes to sex and more. This is the A to Z of sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Every week, we pick a series of topics that you've been wanting to know about. It's an encyclopedia of sex, intimacy, relationships, and so much more than that. Let's get things started. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I am a sex and intimacy coach and a psychologist, and I have spent the last 30 plus years helping people to create hot and healthy sexual and intimate relationships. And with this show, we're working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. Now, guys, I know you know I've been a bit out of order recently, so please bear with me while we get back on alphabetical track, but all the letters will be covered. Today, the letter is M, and M is for masturbation. So, masturbation can release sexual tension, reduce stress, help you sleep better, improve your self-esteem and body image, help to treat sexual problems, and relieve menstrual cramps and muscle tension, and strengthen the muscle tone in your pelvic and anal areas. And that's just a few of the things masturbation can do. Later on in the show, I will talk a bit about masturbation myths. But first, I want to introduce my guest. Joining me today to talk all about masturbation is Cheryl Blue. Cheryl Blue was a radio presenter for more than a couple of years and now is podcasting because that's one of her favorite ways to share views and opinions. She's a sex-positive individual with a lot to say about practically everything. Creating content is her passion. She loves to talk, she loves to share, and she loves to explore what many regard as the taboo. Tinted Blue is her lifestyle platform and she gets to share thoughts, feelings, and facts about all things self, sex, sorry, sex, health, and lifestyle on that platform. And the Tinted Blue Talks podcast brings everything to life. She writes poetry and stories, erotic and otherwise. Her imagination is absolutely wild. Cheryl's on a crazy journey of creating rediscovery, education, entertainment, and much more. So stick with her and see how it all plays out. Welcome to the show, Cheryl. Hey, how are you? I'm good. So, I know yeah. we talked about this at the Tinted Blue event, which was really great. We did. And yeah. I just thought it was, like, important to talk about it more to more people. So, let's talk masturbation. Let's do it. Let's do it. Everybody should be masturbating. Absolutely. Right? So I, I, one of the things I find so interesting is is that we still don't, and I think you raised this at the event, that we still don't talk about it. Like, yeah. it's still this kind of really, we'll talk about having sex with a partner in graphic detail to friends. Yep. But we won't mention that we have a wank. That's it. I think a lot of people still feel very shamed by masturbating. There's still a lot of stigma around it. It's still very much something that people do in private and are very reluctant to share. As I said at the, uh, at the event, you know, all right, it's not something that you run around screaming down the street, oh, I had a wank this morning. But I think <laughs> we should, you know, well, I mean, you can if you want to, but I think it's something we, we kind of need to get over and accept that everybody, well, not everybody, but most people masturbate or, you know, if they don't currently, they may have done in the past and if they haven't done, they may well in the future. So masturbation is something that's open to everybody. Um, so I think it, there's just no shame in it. Like people 
we need to remove that that whole stigma around it. There's nothing shameful about it. I mean, the, I agree, but I think that, and I think there are two really important things about masturbation. Number one is is that it gives us, and I mean all humans, control over our own sexual satisfaction. Absolutely. And while it's great to share your, you know, sexual satisfaction with a partner, that's fabulous. If that's the only way you can gain satisfaction, then if you don't have a partner, you are cut off from all, not only the wonderful feelings, but the health benefits that come with regular orgasm. That's right. And there are plenty of benefits, aren't there, doctor? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I totally agree. Taking control is so important. And I think that masturbation, you know, whether, as you said, whether you're in a relationship or not, you know, being in control of your body and knowing what your body likes, uh, experiencing pleasure, giving yourself pleasure. I've always said, I don't understand why it's such a big deal for someone to pleasure themselves. It is your body. If you cannot pleasure your own body, how do you expect somebody else to know how to do that? Well, and that you know, was, yeah. Think, yep, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. That was my second point, which is... Oh, sorry. I'm it, jumping ahead. No, sorry. you're good. No, you're good. Because you're, you led right into it. My second point was, so one is you get to control your own so that even if you don't have a partner, you can still have that pleasure. But two is that's the best way to start to figure out what is it that really rocks my world, right? That's it. Yeah. You figure it out. You figure out your desire and your interests, the way your body works so you know how orgasm works for you. And then you can teach a partner and you're far more likely to have a sexually satisfying relationship. Yeah. And just having a better relationship with your own genitals, you know, knowing that, okay, if I touch there, if I push there, if I flip here, if I tweak there, this is what that feels like. It's just knowing yourself the same way you would look at your face in the mirror and know, okay, I've got a spot here. I've got a, a scar there. My eyebrows do this. My lips do that. You know, you're familiar with your face. And I think people should be that familiar with their genitals too. I agree. And um, I know it's, you know, for men, it's a, it, in that, in that part is easier because the equipment's outside the body. Yeah, so yeah. they can at least see themselves without much difficulty most of the time. I mean, of course, you know, when, when you have some extra weight on you, it might be a little bit more difficult, but you can yeah. still, <laughs> right? You can still kind of maneuver things out of the way. You can see yourself much more easily than for women who really, they see, if, if they're lucky, they see only the bear outside, Right. Yeah. And they're unable to see most of the anatomy unless they put a mirror down there. And I, I still, you know, just like you were saying earlier, and like why, why there's so much shame around this, I still don't understand why women are embarrassed to actually look at themselves. But I think part of, um, part of the reason that there's been such an increase in surgery like vaginoplasty is because women look, the only time they see a pussy is by looking at porn. Yeah. And then one day they, and they figure they, they look like that, right? And one day they look at themselves yeah. and they discover they don't it's because like, oh, we all look God, different. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and, and that's it. You know, I think um, porn has a lot to answer for in that respect because it does make things look very, it's, as we said before, it's like Disney for adults, isn't it? So it's all glossy. It's all perfect. It's all, yeah. Everything that reality is not really i mean to be so, fair not um, the porn that i watch but that's okay well, <laughs> well okay yeah the porn that you know most people tend to watch, yes. whether it's free porn on these on these porn sites or whatever you know it is very much glossy a lot of the time it's geared towards men anyway so they're going to make the pussy look as 
presentable, for want of a better expression, as possible. You know, so if you've got someone that may have, I don't know, extra large labia, you know, they might feel away because that's not something you would normally see in porn. You know, it's normally nice and tight, and yeah. tight and, you know, all cute and everything. So, yeah. So I think knowing your body and you mentioned the mirror. I think every woman should have a mirror and have a look, a good, a good look down there. You, you know, know and it's funny what's happening. I don't know. I don't know if you are familiar with Bettany Vernon's um, erotic jewels, but Bettany Vernon is an artist and a jewelry maker and um, does talk about sex. But what I like best about her is, is the jewelry that she's made, which is all absolutely a little bit dear, but it's absolutely gorgeous. And one of the things that she did was create a sterling silver mirror with a loop oh. for your finger so that you can stick to it and have a good look. So I mean, cool. you yeah. know, just, and just kind of like, Hey, so make this an occasion, examine yourself. The other reason to do that guys is that if something's bothering you down there, if you know what you look like normally, then you can look down and if you see something different, you can go, Oh, wow. Yeah, I need to do something about it. Or, or not because we change during our cycles. And by the way, that's, you still have cycles even after menopause guys. If you, if you're not aware of that, it's just, they're just not as obvious. Um, well, at least if you have ovaries, you still have cycles after menopause and they're not as obvious. If you don't have ovaries, if you're on hormonal treatment, you'll still have some cycles. Um, right. and we change depending on the parts of our cycle. So sometimes if you feel something down there that feels a little bit different, it might just be a change in your cycle. But if you don't look at yourself, you won't know that. And you won't know, I need to go to the doctor now. You're reliant on somebody else to pick that up. And that's never really good. It's okay to have help, but it's really, you should really know the bits that are on your own body. I agree. I agree. You should be, you should be okay with everything. You should know. And so... So we're, we're a few minutes from break. When we come back, I'm going to throw some myths out there that we can talk about because there are tons of myths about masturbation. I know. Uh, it's amazing how many there are. And so we'll talk a bit about that. But um, if you're feeling shy about getting to know your body, that's okay. We're, you know, we're really not encouraged to do this. We're really kind of taught that there's something shameful about it. If you're thinking about that you might not be okay or there might be something wrong with you remember that you are perfect for you and just take it slowly you know one bit at a time if you don't know the anatomy don't worry there are resources we can put you in touch with so that you can learn exactly what your anatomy looks like and guess what on the 16th of november in london the vagina museum opens and they have an amazing exhibit on anatomy. I mean, the anatomy of the clitoris is this amazing exhibit. I saw the preview in HuffPost. I plan on going down there and checking it out. And if you're local to London or if you're visiting the UK, I encourage you to go check it out. It is the first vagina museum. It's got a permanent home in the world rather than as a pop-up. So when we come back from break, we will pick it up with myths about masturbation. Don't forget, you can call in or you can email to lauribeth at drlauribethbisbee.com with your questions and we will answer them. We'll see you in a couple of minutes after a word from the sponsors. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives, but most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. Are you fed up with reaching outside yourself for an inner solution? The next diet, the next few pounds to lose, the next drink, the next shopping spree. Tune in to Already Enough with host Kelly Backert. You'll hear tips about how to stop endless searching for an outward solution to an inner condition. Get helpful tools about food, body, self-care, stress management, mental health, and how to live your best life. Listen every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drloribethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I'm back with Cheryl Blue, and we are talking about masturbation today. M is for masturbation, and this is part two. So I said that when we came back, I would, we would start doing some myths. So here we go with myths. Um, okay. okay, my favorite myths has always, myth has always been that masturbation will cause blindness. Ah, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I, I remember hearing that, and I was like, what? How? How would that even work? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I think, that, I think the idea was that um, God would strike you blind. Oh, right. I think that's what it was. So guess what? It does not cause blindness. It does not cause hairy palms. Now, that one I always thought was really funny, too. Like, why would you get hair on your hands? Because you're using your hands, I guess. It's just a deterrent, isn't it? It's just crazy. Yeah, it also does not. This is a a scarier one. And I know a lot of men actually have believed this, that it caused impotence later in life. Mm. Like, if you use it too much, it won't work anymore. Come on. <laughs> That's crazy. I know guys who have believed this. I've had clients be frightened of that. Like I that they that somehow they're going to run out of, of the ability um, to be potent. Like they're going to run out of sperm if they masturbate yeah. too much. Like that's not happening, guys. Don't worry. 
Um, another one is that if you masturbate too much, you'll have erectile dysfunction. Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, also not true. Oh, I, I, and and your penis will shrink. Yeah, you know, it's funny because a lot of these myths you tend to hear as, as a child, like as a youngster, like a teenager growing up. Yeah. You know, I remember hearing that and it was all the thing in the playground, you know, oh, if you wank, you're going to have a small willy. You're not going to be able to do it, you know, and it's and I guess it kind of sticks with people. as they get It does. Older. You know, it does. I mean, some some people get really, really freaked out about this. So I, I one of my favorites, if you wank too much, your penis will curve. <laughs> Some penises are curved. That's it, right? Isn't there a disorder anyway for a curved penis? There is a disorder. um, And um, I'm I'm embarrassed to say that right now I can't, um, can't pull the name to mind, but I'll, I'll, I'll grab it. There is a disorder where a penis will begin to curve. That is not, I mean, there are some men who simply have curved penises. Yeah. Yeah, right. Just like not all vulvas, vaginas and clitorises are alike. Guess what? Not all penises are alike either. Um, low sperm count is another one. Infertility. If you wank, you're not going to be able to have a baby. That's really scary. That's such a scary myth. Yep. It's got, it, and it's bullshit. Physical yeah, yeah. weakness. As in, like, in the body. Yes. Like, you won't be able to do anything you're going to get weaker and weaker and weaker because you're draining away all your life force (laughs) it's crazy yep that is madness um mental illness now that one has that one scared quite a lot of people so and that one was used with women right as well like if you touch yourself you're going to go mentally ill wow Actually, it's a stress reduction. So you could argue that it like um, decreases the possibility of um, a diagnosis of anxiety or depression because, you know, it makes you feel better. Well, yeah, exactly. Now, those are kind of outlandish myths, but but more insidious is the is the belief that if your partner is wanking, it means that they are not enjoying your sexual life. Yeah. That's such a classic one. And it's, you know, yes, there are times where that's true, right? Where they're not satisfied, so they're going off and satisfying themselves. However, the vast majority of the time, people who are having sex masturbate more, not less. Hmm. Yeah, I would... I. <laughs> Like you say, yeah, I think there are some instances where people choose to masturbate rather than engage in sexual contact with their partners. But I think that's obviously a problem in the relationship as opposed to, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I just, I, I, I personally have never thought that if someone masturbates, that means that they're not interested or I just thought it's just something that people do. You know, I have had lots of clients come in, and particularly women come in, um, who were really concerned that their partner was masturbating still, and um, that that meant that they really didn't want to have sex with them, or that they were somehow not satisfying their partner, or they were thinking of someone else, and um, 
it really negatively interfered with their relationships. But the, mm. but the research is, is that really when people are having sex, they want to have more sex. More, right, exactly. And so then they end up masturbating because they can't have sex as often as they want with a partner. And to be honest with you, Dr. Laurie, I personally like to see that. I think it's great to be able to watch your p- partner masturbate because then you can see what it is that they like to do to themselves. I, you know, I think make it a thing. Like, it's not anything to, to sort of shame them about or make them feel a way about. It's, as you say, the more you get, the more you want. Well, yeah, and that, I mean, and make it a thing is an important one because um, if you watch your partner masturbate, yes, you do find out how they handle themselves, right. both males and females, how your partner handles himself is they're going to be an expert in getting themselves off. Hopefully if they masturbate regularly, they will be, if they don't regularly, maybe not. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're watching them, you're going to learn their tricks. Exactly. So watching closely is a really good thing to do. But the other thing is you can do it together. Yeah. You know, you can do it together as foreplay or you can do it. And I, and I apologize to all those people who hate the word foreplay. Um, and I'll deal with that in a minute. But you can do it together as foreplay or you can do it just to do it and have it be, yeah, you know, yeah. that note. It's not a means Your to an end. It's the activity, right? It's the fun activity. Yeah. Now, let me just hit on this foreplay thing. Um, there's a large controversy about whether we should use the word foreplay because all the things that we were traditionally called foreplay are sexual acts in themselves and that when you say foreplay, you imply that um, penis and vagina sex is the main event. I'm not trying to apply, imply that penis and vagina sex is the main event, but people over the age of 45 tend to use foreplay because we were taught that word. And so sometimes it's really hard to ask people to change all of their languaging. So I try and make this something that people can tune in, listen to and understand really easily. So I do realize it's controversial. I'm not suggesting that these activities aren't equally as valid and can't be an end in and of themselves. It's just a shorthand so people know what I'm talking about. I think most people get that. I think that's just sort of, you know, being... Yeah, it's just political correctness gone a little bit crazy. I think most people know what you mean when you refer to foreplay. Yeah. So, you can learn how to have an orgasm through Mm self-pleasure. If you're somebody who has problems reaching orgasm, you can spend time experimenting until you figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's really helpful. I think so. It's also less frustrating than asking your partner to do it and having them not get it right. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to be frustrated with yourself. It's, it's, it's a hell of a lot more of pain in the ass being frustrated with somebody else. Yeah. You know, you want them to do the thing and they're not doing the thing. Let's, okay. let's talk about masturbation and kids for a minute. Okay. So anybody who's ever had a toddler knows that when they find themselves, they are supremely happy. Yeah. They will rub up against anything that they can. Um, What people need to understand is that at that age, they're not reaching orgasm. Orgasm is not a thing. They're just doing something repeatedly that feels nice. And why wouldn't you? Right? You know, if you find something that feels nice, why wouldn't you do it? 
So, um, so one of the questions that was written in tonight was, is there, is there such a thing as too much masturbation for a toddler? Like, you know, like she said that her son just is constantly touching himself and um, she wanted to know if there's, if there's something wrong with him and if there's too much. And the answer to that is no, (laughs) you know, I mean, if he's rubbing himself raw, that's not very nice, but no, there's no set amount. That's another story. Yeah. You know, there's no set amount of masturbation or um, it's, and it's, sometimes it's hard to call it masturbation because you're not actually, He's not trying to have an orgasm. He doesn't know what that is. He's just engaging in self-soothing and, and self-pleasure. Um, so, no, there really isn't too much. If you make a thing of it, he's more likely to do more of it rather than less of it because that's what kids do when you draw attention to something in a very big way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we are a couple minutes from break again, believe it or not. And um, when, I, when we come back, we'll talk oh. more, I'll talk more about this in terms of children and moving up in the age range. Um, and I'll finish answering Janice's question, which was, is there such a thing as too much masturbation with a toddler? We'll be back in a couple of minutes after some words from our sponsors, and I look forward to hearing y'all then. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you ready to live to 100? Join Dr. Joe Casciani and his program that shows us that age is just a number. You can age with fresh and inspiring perspectives, whether it's staying physically fit or keeping mentally fit. With great stories, plenty of advice about successful aging, and brighter outlooks, you just might join those who are living to 100. The Living to 100 Club is broadcast live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. On the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drloribethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the A to Z of Sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. And this week, I've got Cheryl Blue with me. And we are talking M is for masturbation. And this is part three. So before the break, um, I was answering a question that had been sent in about is there what is too much masturbating for a toddler? And I said, there isn't too much. And what I said was, is if you draw, draw big attention to it and you make it a really big thing, you tend to increase the behavior. So don't make a big deal about it. If the child's doing it in public, you very gently explain that this is something you do in private. Don't shame the child. If the child's doing it while they're leaning on you, and that sometimes happens, it's like they're comfortable with you and they're you feel good and the masturbating feels good. Again, that's something you tell them that they do in private until they're adults when they can do it with a friend. Do it very gently, detach them from you and, you know, walk them gently to their room. Just don't make a big deal of it. That's the most important bit. There's nothing going to wrong happen because they're masturbating. And they really aren't. It's not like adult masturbation they're, or, or teenage masturbation. They're not going to orgasm. They're just feeling good and they... When, when small children find things that feel good, they tend to use them to soothe themselves when they're upset. It's just like a child sucking their thumb. So you'll see a lot of that. Um, okay, so I had one more myth written in, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, so the myth that was written in is the idea that masturbation could cause demonic possession. I thought that was a great one. <laughs> that is crazy. I really can't kind of figure out how that goes together. I mean, obviously that comes from a, a strict religious background that somebody is saying, well, if you masturbate, you, you know, you'll, you could be possessed, but I'm trying to think of where, because possession means the spirit comes in, right? The demon right. comes into you. So I'm trying to think of why masturbation would, would leave an opening that somehow sex in marriage wouldn't. Yeah. It's, it's just that totally crazy way of trying to deter people from touching themselves that's all there's no justification for it yeah no it makes no sense at all but i bet it's scared i bet it scared an awful lot of people though yeah i bet i bet it scared an awful lot of people into taking their hands away from themselves and And now idea isn't it this is one of the greatest ones so a lot of people um still believe um that um, Kellogg's cornflakes will help you control masturbation. <laughs> now, there's a reason for this. In the early part of the 20th century, John Harvey Kellogg developed his reputation as both a nutritionist and a sexual advisor. Okay? The foods he created, including the cornflakes, were designed to promote health and decrease interest in sex. Because he thought sex was the ultimate abomination. And he remained completely celibate, even in marriage. He said that masturbation was the worst sin imaginable to him. And he believed that it led to leprosy, tuberculosis, heart disease, epilepsy, loss of vision, insanity, idiocy, and death. Mm -mm. He also preached that masturbation led to bashfulness in some people, unnatural boldness in others, a fondness for spicy food, round wow. shoulders, get, get this, round shoulders and acne. Okay. <laughs> That's brilliant. So, um, no, none of these things are true. None at all. You can, Kellogg's or cornflakes or other Kellogg cereals will not help you kill your sex drive. 
I wonder how many people sit there eating their crunching up thinking, yeah, I'm not going to want to wank for the next week now. <laughs> I know, it's just ridiculous. But you know what? Because people don't talk openly about sex, this is what happens, right? Yeah. This is what happens when there's so much taboo around having an open and honest conversation. Before the internet, you just learned from your parents and your kids in the schoolyard. So you didn't get a lot of, you got some crappy information, but you didn't get huge amounts. But now what makes me really sad is kids and adults, I mean, get huge amounts of junk information because, I mean, Google's great. Don't get me wrong. I love Google. I use Google. Google's a fantastic resource. But Google's not great if you don't know how to discriminate what's good information and what isn't because Anybody can write anything. So if you can't figure out whether you're getting truth or fiction, you know, that's really problematic. True. And I suspect that there's still a lot of crap that comes up. And one thing that came up that's a lot of crap is No Nut November. Now, I hope there are no men out there doing this. What is the purpose of No Nut November? Okay, so... um. The idea was is that if you don't have an orgasm in November that you will have all these good effects, right? You will have a longer life. You will increase your energy. You will um, do all sorts of wonderful things by refraining from having orgasms. Now, there is, in fact, a practice of, ref- of retaining the ejaculate. So you're refraining from having an orgasm. That um, Montak Chia, who um, is an amazing spiritual human being um, who talks a lot about um, sexual practices um, that are kind of tantric-like, but they're from his own framework. And he's been around since, well, I first came across him in the 70s. Um, there, so there is a practice where you do that, Right. But you have, you're trained for this practice, right? You don't just do it. You train long and hard for this practice to be able to do it. You know, you start with breathing, special types of breathing. Um, and you wouldn't do it permanently. Um, so it's not, it's, you know, you wouldn't do it permanently. You just wouldn't. And to just do it doesn't make any sense at all, right? right? You, there's no benefit from it. Um, and in fact, it can have some negative effect. Your sperm count can get lower rather than higher. So, you know, it's one of those things where, I mean, if you put it in on, um, at the moment, if you put it in, it's, it, this originally, when you talk about Montek Chia's practices, they're Taoist sexual practices. If you put this in the internet, what you'll get is a whole bunch of stuff about living forever by doing this, as though this is the best thing. And supposedly this raises testosterone, but in fact, actually, it lowers testosterone. So it's not tremendously helpful. One of the things that um, is true is that when we refrain from having sex, for a period of time, we tend to want less sex. Our motivation and our desire for sex at some point will go down. It's just sort of how it is. Um, And 
so if you're wanting to stay in this sort of ideal space, this is what you want to, mm-hmm. you know, th- th- you want to have sort of a more regular sex, I- sex life. Right. Now, and another thing that is also important to remember is that some research suggests that if you ejaculate less, you have a higher risk of prostate cancer. Right. So um, one of the, the pieces of research spoke about ejaculation frequency being a measure of overall health in men. And so zero to three times per month, we're more likely to have a variety of medical problems and um, die prematurely from other causes, not even from prostate cancers, right? Um, And so what they found was that regular ejaculation and safe sexual activity through adulthood is one strategy to help reduce the risk of prostate cancer. So it's kind of interesting. Um, it's, it's hard to know whether that's the only, the only factor that actually made things better for these guys, you know, lowered the risk. We don't know, but it definitely was considered one of the factors. Right. So I don't know. What do you think about this? No, nut November thing. I think, well, like you said, I don't know whether it, makes sense it's like a fad isn't it yeah i mean it seems to be kind of it started it's in the urban dictionary for those of you who don't know where it came from it um from 2011 and then it came came back in 2017 um and it seems to be associated with the nofap group who are people who avoid masturbation and pornography um so I, I don't sort of see the point. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like people, my feeling is, is that people who've um, read, read a little knowledge is a dangerous thing, right? They've read some stuff yeah. on Taoist sexual practices, or they've heard about Taoist sexual practices, extending your life. Um, and that can include retaining your ejaculation. And so they decide, yeah, let's just encourage everybody not to masturbate. But Taoist sexual practices are not just not having an orgasm, right? There's a whole whole host of other stuff that goes around with it. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. It can actually cause um, some health issues. Um, It can actually really wind people up as well. I mean, figure you turn around to your partner and say, oh, hey, listen, I'm doing no no November, so we're not having any sex. Yeah, like, no, no. Or maybe (laughs) we're going to have sex, but I'm just not going to come. And so, I mean, that, which is always an interesting one. I mean, you know, your partner doesn't have to have an orgasm to have a good time, but sometimes it can feel a little bit, I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, oh, you mean, you don't always have to, that doesn't have to be the end goal, but it is nice for it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm not recommending this to anybody. I think unless, <laughs> unless you're a boxer or a football player. Uh, well, but see, that goes with the old myth, right? That somehow, that somehow the ejaculation takes away their strength and their energy. It's bollocks. So w- would you say there's absolutely no truth in that then, Dr. Laurie? Because I always thought the boxing um, thing was true because when men do ejaculate, sometimes there is a sort of a loss of energy in the sense that it can take 
a bit of oomph out of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, but they, but that's only if they're 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 shooting off right before they box. I think the idea is not to have sex the night before. But there's but by <laughs> the time the morning in the dressing room. <laughs> but it makes no sense because by the time the mornings come, they're all regenerated. Yeah, but they might not be. I guess it depends on how you are as an individual. Well, if, if though, I, if the orgasm itself is not going to keep them out of energy by the next morning. If they stay up shagging until 4 a.m., there's a problem, right? Well, I, I guess maybe that's the angle. That yeah. must be the angle, yeah. So if they say no sex, period, then it's like, okay, well, we don't run the risk of you shagging all night. Do you know what I mean? So Absolutely. Absolutely. So we yeah. are about two minutes from break. Um, when we come back, we are going to do some masturbation favorites and tips. Yes, there are okay. different ways to masturbate. So we're going to share some of the things we've heard or maybe even some of our personal tips. I don't know. But we'll see. Um, if you have any further questions or comments, I encourage you to either phone in or please write in at LoriBeth at, at com, and I promise we'll raise it. We'll be back in a minute after a word from our sponsors. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Over 20 million people in America struggle with substance use. This impacts both the people who are using and loved ones who are trying to help. Still, there is hope. Tune in to the Beyond Addiction Show with host Josh King. You'll hear from experts and get the real information you need to understand and assist in change. Change can be hard. It doesn't have to be confusing. Tune in every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Perspectives with Dr. Badisha Patel is a program that explores emotional management for a healthier lifestyle. On each program, we discuss ideas that support emotional well-being, such as mental illness, relationships, parenting, and family connections, and much more. If you are facing challenges in your life, you can grow and learn by exploring new techniques in dealing with stress, anxiety, and relationships. Perspectives with Dr. Badisha Patel airs live Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America health and wellness your favorite voice america talk radio network shows and hosts are in your car outdoors and wherever you need them to be listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at DrLoriBethBisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the A to Z of sex. This week, it is M is for masturbation. And we are back with our last segment of the show with Cheryl Blue. And as I said before the break, we are now going to share masturbation tips. So, um, well, you know, I think the best tip to share is there are toys. So, 
you know, if you're not sure what kind of a toy to use or you're a little uncomfortable with toys, there are a variety of ways of going about exploring. So there's a hugely wide variety of toys out there. Um, there, you know, one of the first things you could try is toys that you use in the area of your clitoris. Can I highly recommend these new clitoral suction toys? Like, I hate the name of it, but like the womanizer set of toys. Now, these are toys that actually create suction around the clitoris, but it's not a hard, like, feel like it pulling you off. It's, it's, it's a pulling of air. So you're not fully in content with it. Um, and it is really kind of neat. The whole feeling of it is pretty amazing. And it's just, it's really hard to describe, but it's very unusual. It's a very unusual feeling to have that air and pulling it from you. So that's one type of toy that I would truly recommend for masturbation. There are a variety of different kinds. So we've got the womanizers and we also have, Lalo has a version. It's called the Sona. You can check that out. There is, and I'm blocking on the name of the other toy. So if I can pull it up, I will. But that's one set of toys that I would really, really, really suggest that you check out and try. Now, some people say that this feels a lot like oral sex. I don't actually agree with that. It is pretty amazing, though. And I find it really difficult to explain what it feels like, unfortunately. But there it is. It's pretty cool. I would also suggest some of the hands-free clitoral toys. And the one that I recommend is by Dame Products. Now, Dame Products is a company that's run by two women. And they've created these amazing clitoral toys. And one of them, the Eva 2 sits it's got wings so it you can tuck the wings in so that it holds it in your vulva right over your clitoris so you can actually have sex with a partner with this without your hands but you can also use it for masturbation without your hands um the they've also got a couple of other toys that are fantabulous that are just clitoral vibrators and what i really like the fin is one of them for example that goes on a finger um what palm is my favorite and that one what i really like about it is is the texture it's soft now a lot of clitoral vibrators are very hard and if you are very sensitive they can feel a bit uncomfortable but this is really soft so that's the first kind of two sets of toys that i would recommend playing with there are male masturbators as well Recommend trying those out, guys. There are sleeves. Some are made to feel like pussies. And some are made to feel as like oral sex. And there are a wide variety to try these days. And again, all really good things to experiment with when you're on your own. And then, of course, there are wands. Now, if you've listened to this show before, you know that my favorite wand vibrator is the O-Wand, which is out of this world. Um, completely waterproof, it's ergonomic, it's powerful as fuck, and it is rechargeable. So it's a good thing. Um, you said that with so much passion. I know I did, because <laughs> I love this vibrator. What can I tell you? 
It is an amazing vibrator. And if you want a 10% discount on this, you can head over to www.mrandmrstoy.com and put in Dr. Lori 10 at checkout and you'll get a 10% discount. I really adore this vibrator. It's also sleek and beautiful. And that's fun if what you need is a lot of power for masturbation. And some people really need a lot of power to reach orgasm. So that's a great vibrator to use if, that, if you need a, a lot of power. You have any tips because we're only five minutes from close. Anything you would suggest? I would say lube. I would oh, yes. use lube, definitely. A lot of people miss that. You know, I think a lot of people are still under the impression that you have to be someone that doesn't lubricate very well in order to, to use lube, which is absolute nonsense. Lube is sent from the heavens. Yes, there, there's no such thing as too much lube. That's right. In fact, the more lube, the better. Yeah, so use lube because that definitely works. Um, yeah. And another thing that I would say, another tip of mine is play with temperature. Yeah. Warm up a toy or cool down a toy and see what happens. Experiment. Now, um, Dr. Martha Tarley was um, on my show some years ago talking about masturbation, and she talked about having a full day date between her and herself. So her message was take your time and explore. So those are our favorite tips right now. Do write in with the results of your trials. If you take your time and explore, I want to know how it went. Thank you so much for joining me, Cheryl. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Dr. Laurie. My pleasure. And so next week, guys, it is N is for NRE, New Relationship Energy, as compared to ERE, Existing Relationship Energy, with the amazing Zainarati. Tune in and listen to us talk all about all those feels. If you have a suggestion for the show, please write in. And if you have suggestions on guests, or questions, do write in as well. I hope you have an absolutely fantastic, hot, and healthy week. Remember, there's no such thing as too much lube. Make time to masturbate. And by the way, it can help you go to sleep too, which is also, is a good one if you're like in busy modern life and that's something you have trouble with. It's a good way of going off to sleep. Definitely. And masturbating in front of your partner can really turn them on. Just saying. Yeah. Have a great week, everybody. (laughs) Hashtag just saying. That's right. (laughs) Have a really great week. And join me next week when it's N for NRE. We hope you learned something today. But if you have more questions, go ahead and email them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Then be here next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of The A to Z of Sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee on Voice America Health and Wellness. See you next week.